0: Ready. Warning. Warp core collapse in ten seconds.
1: What? Dang. I got a bad feeling about this.
0: It's a trap. That
1: was a disaster.
0: I think it's because I mentioned Phantom Menace, and then everything just went to shit after that. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Star Boys, the podcast about all things sci-fi, especially those beginning with star. I'm Trevor, and I'm Bryce. This week, we're going to be looking at Star Trek: Discovery Season Two, Episode Twelve, "Through the Valley of Shadows."
0: I, I really, uh, I really feel like we need a Sarlacc pit this week. I just, I'm feeling like I need to get geared up a little bit before we get into inspiring discovery. Uh, yeah, it's
1: been a little while. Let's dive into the Sarlacc pit. Doesn't sound so bad.
0: In his belly, you will find a new definition of pain and suffering as you are slowly digested over the last
1: thousand years. Oh, second thought. Let's pass on Well, good news, Bryce. Oh, <laughs> the Star Wars celebration is going on right now.
0: Yeah, I've been. And... I'm. I'm so afraid of what to watch and what to read. <laughs> like I go to I went to YouTube, so we're, uh, the the main topic of the Starlight Pit is going to be the 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 trailer um, for the movie that's coming out this Christmas. But like I'm on YouTube, and like I don't know which clips are going to be like fan theories or where they're gonna or, or that there's yeah. spoilers or and which ones I'm kind of so I've kind of taken the position where I'm only going to watch the videos that are from the official Star Wars channel. And feel like I'm pretty safe. Yeah, because that-
1: Disney's pretty tight-lipped as far as spoilers go. And I would some- maybe, as we've talked about before, it's probably a good idea to avoid the trailers that come out right before the release of the movie, like the TV spots that start to give away more of the plot, yeah, rather than just the feel of the movie.
0: Um, one. So, are we are we in the like pit? Do we did. Do- did we, did, did we fall in? I I've, think we're in. I've got so much Mandalorian armor on, Trevor, like I don't even fucking notice
1: anymore. I, re- <laughs> I really upgraded. Um, yeah, we got a trailer. We got our first trailer for episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, Do you want to start there with the yeah, title? Yeah, I, I d-
0: so the first thing that struck me um, was the score,
1: which has... Oh, so you don't want to start there with the title?
0: Oh, I, I do, but I, <laughs> I already had a boner in my pants and was just kind of ignoring you and trudging on with what I wanted
1: to talk about first. Well, usually let's that's th- what I do while you're talking. So yeah. let's talk about that's the title.
0: Fair. I don't care about the title. What, what are your thoughts?
1: Uh, my thoughts are: it, it seems like it might be a little bit of a rebuke to Ryan Johnson right off the bat, and that. The Last Jedi seemed very much about the end of Skywalker and the end of royal families being important. Well, I mean, in Star Wars, w- and now it seems like maybe it's coming back. Sorry, guys, we fucked up. Don't, don't you Skywalker's think Skywalker's back?
0: I just read it biblically as it's like a week before Easter, right? So it's time for Skywalker <laughs> to rise and ascend to heaven. Rise. <laughs> Um, I am I guess I'm a bit surprised, yeah, and similar to what you said, that it seems like we were kind of going in the direction of away from Luke, but is he going to become like a force god? Is that like...
1: <laughs> I mean, he kind of already was last movie. Yeah. I. I think much, I think that's a theme, I think it's how I feel about the whole trailer, is uh, after Last Jedi, it seemed like maybe we might go in a completely different direction for Star Wars, but this trailer makes it pretty clear that this is still the Skywalker story. This is still the same old Star Wars, but it's going to be the last of those, mm. and then we're going to move on.
0: Which, I, I don't I don't so know. So it's
1: still going to be loaded with nostalgia, nostalgia and I, repeats of stuff we've already seen before. I'm to the point where- But then hopefully we'll be done with that. I'm
0: after. to the point where I don't even want to look at the cast- uh, to to see to see which nostalgia characters are going to randomly appear, and I already knew that Billy D. Williams was was re- re- reprising his role. Uh, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but yeah, yeah, we get to see a little bit of him in the Falcon.
0: I mean, wouldn't it be great if, a, if
1: the a, if the title
0: shout. was just like an April Fool's joke, and it's actually not that. And in addition to that, it's well. not
1: about that at all. It could be, you know, more metaphorical, like the the rise of I mean, it's going to be Rey as a new Jedi and it's not literally a, a Skywalker, but
0: I just picture more likely like, they're going to be like
1: just kidding your dad looks your dad. Oh something. god, that would be the worst. <laughs> uh no, no,
0: it shouldn't be dad. It should be like long lost fourth cousin twice removed or something. Yeah. Um yeah, that seems lame, um, but you know it's it's a teaser. Like it's not really meant to give anything away, except for maybe some of the the feel, like you said. Um, and I I loved the music, the scoring. But I I, I love John mm. Williams, and he uses that. It's like a modified version of the Leia theme. Um, and I right. and I don't know if that's gonna. Uh, represent leia who we know is in the movie or or uh john williams has used similar themes for female leads uh in indiana jones as well if you listen um mm-hmm. it, it's oh geez it's a major sixth that's kind of that 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 theme you I say don't, so i, <laughs> I don't get a little bit musical but i just uh i love john williams uh it will be such a detriment to the star Wars universe when he's no longer the one scoring these. Um,
1: yeah, agreed. I mean, we've already definitely used the, they use the score and our the one glimpse of Leia in this trailer. Totally tug at your heartstrings a little bit. Ray is embracing her and and crying. And that's kind of like a little goodbye to Carrie Fisher. I feel like,
0: yeah, which which I'm sure
1: we'll get in the movie as well.
0: I know. And I'm kind of okay with that. I, I, I don't, I don't feel like that's nostalgia. I feel like that's paying respect to, yeah, yeah. You know, someone who's been, you know, one of the
1: pillars that has held the franchise up. I thought um, the the opening scene of of the trailer is a lot of fun. I think it's one of the things as Star Wars geeks that we talked about over the years is you wanted to see a Jedi like at the height of their powers, and I th- <laughs> I I don't I seem to remember. A specific example being, like, they could fight a ship. They yeah, could take on a ship. Absolutely.
0: Well, because you see them deflecting blaster bolts from guns, and you're like, where does that stop? Could they, like, <laughs> you know, could they just ride out in front of the ship and just deflect TIE fighter blaster <laughs> bolts back at them and blow them up? Um, and it seems like it's going to be a little bit like Surfer Ray goes for a ride.
1: hmm <laughs> <laughs>
0: But yeah I agree I I thought that was fun I I like the design of the you know I think what Star Wars has always done well is they haven't they haven't taken engineering literally and the ship designs have always been very creative (laughs) and I think that they're not bound by ideas of
1: aerodynamics or anything and I
0: think the new the I think the tie silencer the ones with those long things coming out the front I think I think that's awesome I think it's a you yeah. can see how it evolved from the Tie Fighter, but it's not the same. It's still unique. So I, 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 mean, enjoy that. And yeah, the Millennium Falcon has always just kind of looked like, with the exception of maybe in Solo, has just looked like a just the biggest pile of shit.
1: But <laughs> a really cool pile of shit. Uh,
0: an amazing pile of shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So 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 that was fun. And um, I am curious if we think that she's on jakku or if she's on tatooine for some reason
1: yeah i'm not sure they talked a little bit uh, in the celebration interviews about what uh what country they were in uh filming Mm. and it, it was a different country it wasn't tunisia I forget what it was. That would be. I mean, you could use different locations as the same. There are are political
0: things that have you know developed that might make certain things more difficult. Um, The architecture looked more like that of Tatooine to me, but we didn't see a lot of the architecture. Where was the
1: architecture?
0: uh, There's just buildings behind in the immediate background when Ray is about to charge the ship, and they're just kind of that rounded mud hut, adobe kind of Mm -hmm. kind of style. Um, I, I, the only reason I I have the trailer literally open and it's
1: paused and I can see in the background. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, so the, the main talking point coming out of this has been this apparent return of Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. We hear his cackling laugh at the end of the trailer. And can we talk about, we hear Luke say, N- no one's ever really gone um, I, I want to know what your initial reaction
0: is and then your reaction after because initially I was like ooh that's a left turn that's unexpected and then I've been thinking about it mm-hmm. a bit more and I-, I I'd still like haven't you know formed a concrete opinion on it but I definitely loved it the first time like I was like oh oh damn
1: yeah because well same because I-, I was watching it w- with the live stream of the celebration and then Ian McDiarmid came out on screen right after they uh, showed the trailer Uh, (laughs) and he was talking in like the emperor voice. Um, um, I I didn't realize my first watch through the trailer, that that was the ruins of the death star in the water there. Uh, I didn't either. I just caught a glimpse of some stupid
0: fan theory, but uh, (laughs) you know, I, we, we've seen the Jedi be force projections, and we know that there's lore in the Sith that they became so powerful that they, you know, could, uh, you know, get around death. And I know that some of the Knights of the—because are we getting—we're is the we're getting some Knights of the Old Republic content. Yeah, is that going to be movies or a show um, that's going um,
1: to— th- They're doing an Old Republic— movie series at some point right but they did announce this past week that star wars movies are going to be on hiatus at least for a bit after episode nine
0: Mm. um i there's
1: so much more sith
0: lore that we don't have access to we have access to quite a bit of jedi lore but the sith lore is not necessarily canon a lot of it um but if we get that i mean this could be a jumping off point to to the fact that the Sith operate in a different way where they're not actually Force ghosts. They can just kind of, like, transcend death.
1: Because that's... The idea... The idea of bringing Emperor Palpatine back seems like something I should hate. Mm. And that kind of lazy storytelling and just bringing back the character everyone already knows or bringing back somebody from the dead, which is the most lazy kind of storytelling there is. But I actually like it in this context and in the context of what we were talking about earlier where this is the end of this story like if you're going to bring things full circle on this one that's probably fine because he's the most powerful Sith that we kind of have access to and he but
0: it also is it is established canon at least that I forget which Sith it is that he's talking to and he's kind of seducing Anakin for the kind of the final seduction of Anakin in the prequels, um, mm. that big fight scene with Mace, um, that they talk about this, that that it is, I mean, we know it's lore for Jedi to force project. Now we know it's lore for Jedi to force fight with lightsabers, but <laughs> that seems more powerful than the Sith. But We've always been told that the Sith are more powerful and kind of the, what cripples the Sith is being power hungry and apprentice master having a tenuous relationship um so i i yeah i again i feel the same way like it it seems like something that should bother me that might be like a nostalgia here's a character you know here's a developed villain we fucked up with snoke and he was dumb and terrible
1: and we're sorry (laughs) and maybe he's been pulling the strings behind the scenes the whole time well not behind the scenes under the water right under the water (laughs) he's an aquaman now
0: uh, we get some cross-universe payoff there.
1: We get Merman Palpatine. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, it just reminds me of Darth Maul and Solo,
1: and it makes <laughs> yeah. tr- I, I have to take a drink. I, I I kind of agree with that, except I feel like Palpatine's. Well, they're 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 letting us know that it's coming already now. It's not going to be out of left field like Darth Maul was in Solo to all but the most dedicated fans.
0: Even that, like, I knew all the whole story of Darth Maul. Uh, I mean, I knew that he was still alive in the sewers somewhere. And I mean, if you watch Clone Wars, you get a pretty good idea. But just because I knew that someone was alive (laughs) doesn't mean I expected them
1: (laughs) to be a feature point at the end. All right. Well, no more spoilers for now. We've got a little taste of Episode 9. Mm. I'm ready for and it. And I would say I like, what we've se- I've like, I like what we've seen so far. Yeah.
0: And uh, just to wrap up, and I'm sure we've said this before, but some, some of my friends were talking about Star Wars and asking me how I felt about The Last Jedi. And all I could say was I was hopeful because I think it's going to start in an interesting place and I think it has an opportunity to be... A very interesting movie now whether that comes to fruition or not is yet
1: to be seen but I'm still excited all right let's take our excitement on to Star Trek Discovery Trevor I just lost (laughs) all of the blood in my erection
0: could be the most profound
1: discovery of our time creativity resourcefulness inspiration imagination let's make sure history never forgets the name Discovery. This week we're looking at Discovery Season 2, Episode 12, Through the Valley of Shadows. Was
0: Tilly not in this episode at all? That just came to me. I was thinking about things that excite me about Discovery, and like usually that's just Tilly. I mean, mean, there are other things too, but like, Tilly's kind of my good point. I can't recall her being in this episode at all.
1: No, barely, if at all.
0: Maybe that's why I didn't like it.
1: Maybe Mary Wiseman just had a day off. I mean, it's on vacation time. I mean,
0: she's earned it, but you think, you think uh, Michael's earned a day off too?
1: <laughs> um, shall I refer to this as the penultimate episode? <laughs> if you want to sound pretentious, <laughs> then yes. <laughs> uh, got the episode order wrong in the past. This one, there are two more episodes left, but they're like a two-part finale after this. So this episode ends up being a lot of setup and getting characters in the right place to execute the finale. Then it ends up being a lot of diff- different, separate storylines, mm-hmm. which is something that we expected to dis- Discovery to do more than it has. I think they do fairly well in this episode. Yeah, we've got the we've got Pike and the main crew of the Discovery. Uh, looking into some time crystals.
0: Yeah, and it was a bit. We've
1: got Burnham and Spock looking into control, and then we've got some of the other crew doing interpersonal stuff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I think you're right. That part of it was done was done very well. It it didn't seem forced or unnatural in the in the allocation of time, which is not easy when you have I, three three ish storylines,
1: you know. Yeah. I did like that in order to get Burnham into a different storyline, she literally like kind of goes on a rant about how going after the these signals is a waste of time. And I was kind of like, oh yeah, that's kind of how we felt at times in the season.
0: <laughs> yeah, cuz are
1: we at, are we up to
0: 4 now? 4 signals or
1: there's there I know there's I think there's 3 left. Right. And there I were 7 total. There's 7 yeah, total yeah, so 4. Mm-hmm.
0: So, do you want to start with Oh, I'm Chris. can
1: start with Spock and and Burnham. All right, that's better.
0: Th- this is th- it's 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 very brother sister uh, in the backseat of a minivan trying to agree on what to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the actors have pretty good chemistry. It's 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 fun to have them banter a bit.
0: Yeah, no, no, and I, um, I I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it's it's evident that they have. I think
1: childhood dynamics that
0: are probably re
1: presenting themselves. Yeah. So I didn't follow entirely what brought them out here. They, there's a Section 31 ship that they've lost contact with. Yeah, wasn't Is that it, right? Yeah, they, and they then, lost
0: contact with. And apparently, Section 31s have to check in. All Section 31 ships have to check in every hour on the hour. And they were <laughs> 10 minutes late. And apparently that is such a red flag that we're gonna send our two main characters out to um
1: to discuss wow. it or to, to investigate. They find it. a whole bunch of bodies floating in space. Pretty grisly. Did you
0: I I I knew as soon as there was one thing alive that it was control.
1: Oh yeah, I did not realize yeah. that right away, but it seemed obvious in the in the end yeah, yeah.
0: i mean I thought it was like, interesting because because I think what control did because I don't think Burnham would recognize that because Burnham was too caught up in the fact that this was a a friend right right so it was a it was a very intelligent choice by uh by control, but i was very i was very suspicious
1: it turns out that control lured Burnham here because they want to turn her into a control.
0: Now, just can, we, a- can we have a quick aside uh, to what this reminds us of? Uh,
1: yeah, go for it. Well, th-
0: because this is your theory, but this really reminded me of um, the Borg trying to seduce Picard and feeling like they needed Picard as mm. their
1: access point. And I mean, you, I, yeah.
0: I, I am almost convinced that your theory is correct about the Borg here.
1: They are cer- certainly trying to assimilate a lot of and and again, people they feel and... like
0: they feel like they need Burnham specifically, they, and it's not killing her. That that seems easy. They want to, you know,
1: inhabit her the way they inhabited Leland previously. Um, yeah, and the reasoning behind it is a little unclear. It seems to be some kind of. Uh, I don't know if metaphysical is the right word, but some sort of thing where Burnham can change the future mm. in ways more significant than anyone else. And Control only sees one outcome of the future. They've We've we've seen that they're going to destroy all sentient life. Um, um, and Burnham's like the, the wrench yeah. in the works.
0: It's still unclear to me if Control has the ability to... What their abilities with time travel are.
1: Um, hmm. Yeah. I don't think... I don't think it time travels. I don't think so either, but this
0: fucking fact that there's a defenseless fucking planet that has a bunch of fucking time crystals all the fuck over it is really <laughs> fucking irritating. <laughs> and my mom's gonna be mad because she gets mad when I swear a lot on the podcast, but good God it would...
1: Terrible. They're just they're just growing all over the place. Ugh.
0: And they just give them away to any anyone who it's like the sword and the stone. Like if you can survive the test and agree to accept your own death, and <laughs> we will let you leave with this super overly powerful tool.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. Pike goes down to the planet, what was it, Boreth. hmm And it meets with the, the timekeepers.
0: And I really liked the interaction between Pike and the Klingon. Again, I think that's reminiscent of kind of Picard's, you know, interaction where he's trying to be noble and and, and all that. I didn't like the fact yeah. that it was for time crystals, but I do like the interaction between humans and and Klingon. It does kind of... Pike shows his true colors and it turns out, spoiler alert, he's he's a good dude through and through who just wants to save everything.
1: Yeah, he touches a time crystal and sees a glimpse of his future inside the metal box where he has to beep once for yes and twice for no.
0: Is that thought, is that from an original
1: of... is that from an original series episode? Yeah, that's from the okay. the menagerie. Uh, I thought this was a little cheesy in that he sees this future and then if he touches the crystal it solidifies this as his fate. Which I thought it was if he left with it, it solidifies it as his fate yeah yeah, okay. yeah uh so that's like the in-story explanation but then the extra textual thing is we already know that he ends up like that it already is his fate because it <laughs> has already been an episode of the show so but couldn't they kind of silly couldn't
0: they get around that if they i mean i don't think they will i think that pike's sacrifice is going to be that the thing but
1: I mean, yeah, and that was the reason for doing it is to make it like a conscious choice of her, him, and him being noble. But you could also
0: very easily, and I don't know if they have any interest in this, we could very easily do
1: what they did in the
0: reboots of the movies,
1: and just say, ah, oh, it's a different timeline. They're trying to avoid making an uh, infinite number of timelines, right? right. They're already hard. They an need to keep fans timelines. engaged in. <laughs> in uh, yeah, Being able to that, I, find I, all the little minute details and continuity errors and stuff. I
0: also think that that is part of the reason why we saw the connective tissue between the mirror universe and, and in Discovery and the other series. Is it like, we don't want to mm-hmm. have universe alpha, beta, kappa, delta, epsilon, <laughs> yeah. gamma. You know, um, we want there to be kind of two because it gives us a, a nice clean access point.
1: So we haven't really talked much about the Klingons yet. Uh, this Klingon timekeeper that Pike is interacting with ends up being the son of Vok and Yeah. And we get to see a tree that grow they...
0: really fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> Turns out living amongst the time crystals uh, can uh, make you grow at an alarming rate. But then I feel like also probably be immortal.
0: Like, I feel like you mature yeah, quickly, and then... Or maybe like, he's, oh, you think be he's dead, be dead next week. Next week? <laughs> 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 he goes back, and there's just a pile of ashes in his quarters on the bed.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: He accidentally left the Accelerate Time button on.
1: <laughs> Some of this kind of seemed just like an excuse to catch up with Laurel a little bit and remind us that she's still in this universe. And to kind of paint her in a better light where the
0: relationship between her and and uh, Tyler is a bit less fraught. Um, yeah. You know, she acknowledges that he's not the same person. And he acknowledges that even though I'm not the same person, this is still my child that I will fight for. Um, so that's okay. And he tells Burnham
1: about his kid and, and she even accepts accepts that and wants to help yeah. share in his emotional burden. Aww, stepmom Burnham.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I liked that part of it. Again, I, I was really the, the 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 time crystals that were holding me back on the scene. I I like seeing the Klingons. I like seeing the interaction. I even like the new idea that there is a group of Klingons that exists kind of free of and somehow above the rest of Klingon society which seems a bit hmm. out of character for the Klingons. Like, you'd think that the Klingons yeah. would be exploiting... I mean, you'd think the Klingons would be like like the Republicans <laughs> and just burning fossil fuels until the world is a, is a disgusting wasteland that can't support <laughs> life. Like, that's how I would expect most Klingons to deal with the time crystals. But it seems like they kind of have a... a it's
1: almost religiously yeah. sacred. Like a priesthood around it, yeah. Yeah. Um, the third storyline that I mentioned before is not much of a story. We just have little vignettes and little peeks at uh, the rest of the crew, what the what the lower decks are up to. What are, what are, one scene that are, kind of are, made me laugh was they we show they show them all in like the the mess hall mm-hmm. whatever, and they're all like uproariously laughing. Like one of them just made a joke or that they're real characters that get along and have relationships, but we don't hear what they said to, to make that laugh happen. They're just laughing already. Yeah. We're like, oh, cool. I guess they're, I guess they're having fun. The comedy
0: writer got sick that day. Like there's one dude who sits in a
1: corner <laughs> who, who's responsible for all the
0: jokes. Although yeah. they did get into they a do fight They try with, a
1: little bit. Yeah. They try a little bit of comedy with the, the alien that I think belongs in the Orville again. With him playing a nerdy game,
0: wait auto-antonym
1: game. With Tig, yeah. Yeah, we get a little more Tignataro. She, Did it- She kind of seems like she's external to the show in a way, and that she pops up when we need her, uh, maybe like Guinan, yeah, I guess. Yeah, could- I,
0: I hadn't I <laughs> thought of that until you started that sentence, and I was like, like Guinan, like Guinan, like Guinan.
1: yeah. Like, we know that Stamets and Culber are having, you know, uh, relationship issues, but then she flies in to try to save the day and well, wisely knows all of this right, and knows and she, how to help. She
0: seems to have an insight into Culber that Culber doesn't know what to do, but, you know, there still is, you know, latent attraction and, and, an interest in, in Stamets that he just doesn't really know how to process, um... Yeah. So, do you think that they made um, Tig's character... I have I have two theories for why we have two gay couples. I, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I either think that Tig had it in her contract that said, I will only portray <laughs> a character if... Or there was some kind of, like... Uh, it seems backwards, but like that they might have a better understanding for each other because they're dodging heteronormative. Although I hope, well,
1: yeah, we did we did see them we saw them connect over like the planning for their weddings, right? So or the disorganized, I, I think and type it was a. right. Yeah, I think it was to have them have a little connection that'll again really only probably end up serving the Stamets Culber relationship. And Tig Notaro, again, seems like the magical kind of character that's going to just help our main characters and probably be gone from the series at some point. Yeah, because she
0: seems like she's a bit of a muse for Stamets, too, just in terms of like a mm-hmm. bickering, uh, they, they show affection and mutual respect for each other by insulting each other and antagonizing each other.
1: <laughs>
0: Which is fair. I mean, yeah, we, just
1: like we do, you fucking yeah. assholes. Oh,
0: that wasn't very nice. <laughs> You grimy little! I can't. I wasted all my swear words talking about time crystals. I got nothing left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think that's it. This was a pretty short episode.
0: Yeah, it left us in an interesting place where we know that the the climax is coming. Um, we've we've been kind of set up, and we know. All of Section Thirty-One now is is controlled by <laughs> control.
1: Right um, at the end of the episode, like thirty ships pop up. We Section also see 31.
0: another confirmation of your theory that there are like little nanobots that have to like get into your body to infect you, just like the Borg. Yep. <laughs> so really, if, if you if you nailed that from like the start, I'm gonna be. I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> But only oh, in China, great. so you have to come. You have to spend two huh, thousand dollars for a ticket, and then I will buy you a thirty-five
1: <laughs> two thousand dollars for thirty-five a beer. cent beer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm more excited about the next episode than I was before starting this podcast. Uh, I think that.
1: I think I've seen the next episode already, so I'm trying to like yeah. keep it straight in my mind and not give yeah trip into <laughs> I just, getting into I, that. I, just, but.
0: I and I'm gonna try my best when I watch the the finale to not let that time aspect of it derail me too much because that's really that really grinds on me and it takes me out of the story. Like it just it takes me out of the episode. I roll my eyes and I kind of like lose my my yeah. focus and I, and
1: I don't want that to be at this point you kind of have to just say yeah. all right they already made that decision. Yeah. I mean, can't go back now. It just seems Let's like
0: they've doubled down see on what it, they do and from tripled there. down on there. Like I roll I was, would have been able to like 3 weeks ago roll my eyes and be like fine.
1: But the fact that they keep <laughs> that they went to a time crystal farm <laughs> this week. <laughs> and again, they have to destroy
0: that. Like that can't that can't exist. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm going to do my best to not let that ruin it because, um, you know, the, the the acting is strong. It, it, the production value is obviously very high. It's, it's a cinema quality experience with really strong performances. It just seems like the writing is at times behind. I agree.
1: Yeah. Or just like a little bit simpler. Yeah. Than the... I mean, Rest of it. we
0: we talked about this off recording at the beginning of the episode that we're looking forward to the off season where we can inspire discovery a bit.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, get back to our roots. Uh, we'll see. I'll be. Uh, you should let me know how you feel after watching this next episode. We might do a two- take a week off and then yeah. just do a two parter uh, on the the finale. But we'll see. There's always new things that pop up to talk about. Maybe there'll be a trailer for the Mandalorian TV series. Yeah,
0: I because I I was gonna I, I was considering watching the panel. It seems like there's a video of the
1: Mandalorian panel. Yeah, it's uh, up there. Um, All right. Well, either way, we'll be back in your headphones soon enough.
0: No, not headphones. I expect you to carry around a portable speaker with eight nine volt batteries in it. Broadcasting we'll be back in your
1: boombox <laughs> that you're holding on your shoulder. Broadcasting soon. us to an
0: entire public bus
1: uh, on your commute to work. Uh, if you'd like to listen to some of our back catalog, check us out on SoundCloud, Spotify, all the major podcasting platforms. Pinterest, is that You can talk one? to us. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Snapchat? Is that, uh, is that a thing? Oh, we don't have our premium Snapchat yet. No. We'll, we'll, be, we'll get working on all that All the time <laughs> Alright well DM Bryce If you're if you want his Private snapchat um, You can contact Bryce at Bryce is wrong me at Prescott. you can interact With us on Twitter and Facebook At Starboys podcast you can call our Voicemail at 302-313-1533 Music's by Eric Matias soundimage.org org. Yeah I think, that's, I think we, that's
0: all. We don't feel the need for a physical P.O. box yet because no one talks to us online, so
1: Once Are you... you ready to Are you ready to grab the time crystal and take it with you, solidifying this recording as our fate moving forward?
0: I hate time crystals. I don't like this. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Oh switch off!